0: So I'm uh, 43 years old, I'm very much an adult, and it's Sunday right now, <clears throat> and I got home last night, and I said, oh, well let me watch a movie, I've been wanting to watch Hereditary for a while, and uh, I said, well, why not tonight? So it was like maybe a little bit after midnight, I started to watch it, and maybe an hour in, I had to shut it off, because I started to get scared. Now... I don't have any beliefs, no belief in the supernatural. There's just no evidence for it. But it still shows the power of what movies can do because I didn't want to watch this movie at night because I was scared. So I put, (coughs) excuse me, I put something else on. So I just finished watching Hereditary Now and um, what a, what a just refreshing horror movie. There was some gore in it, but it was mostly just creepiness and suspense and plot building and character building, character development, getting to know and like the characters, <clears throat> having this creepy creepy atmosphere. Drawing on what I think Ari Oster, the writer and director, his, his influences are, um, was influenced by... But wasn't completely overtaken by, like, I saw elements of The Shining in it. Um, I saw elements of um, of Rosemary's Baby in it. The acting all around, holy shit. The four main characters, um, Tony Collette, Gabriel Byrne, um, Millie Shapiro, and I'm forgetting the name of the son, um, who played Peter, but uh, just all played the roles excellently. Um... So it's just any 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 movie that that like stays with me is. Is, uh, is something is something that's good. And any movie that can have that emotional effect on me where I'm actually scared <laughs> is a good thing, too. And then, you know, but where I feel better because I actually, you know, I'm alive at the end of it. And, and I've gotten through this scary experience. I've sat through the fear. I've exposed myself to the fear. Um, and was okay. I'm okay on the other side. Maybe still a little freaked out. Um, but, um... But but very very good. Um I, I am going to nitpick a little bit regarding some plot points. Um you know they did mention well just you know call the police, call the police. Oh, the police not going to do anything. Like if I was the husband, I'd be like, yeah, let, let me let me try to consult some medical professionals especially especially after um the traumatic event where where Peter accidentally killed um um Charlie or you know it was, it was it was an accident you know Peter was high he was driving he was coming from a party he didn't call an ambulance probably because he was panicking and Charlie stuck her head out the window and then you know that that accident or was it really an accident um that accident happened um so so just As parents, you figure they would get their son professional help immediately. The school may get involved just the see how peter's doing when he had that that incident in class where it looked like he was having a seizure or having a stroke and banged his head against the desk which is like self-harm and then they just sent him home the father picked him up and sent him home i would think there would have to be some kind of intervention at least at the school or um maybe uh uh if a suspicion if there's something going on at the house calling child protective services. So like, even though Peter kind of looked a little older, the actors in his early twenties, you know, he's a junior in high school. Cause he's studying for the SATs. So, um, so there was that. And, um, so just, just a little bit of a, um, of a nitpick. And I guess that the house was isolated enough that nobody could, you know, Hear any screaming or smell anything, or or no one saw um, Tony Collette's character take the body from the grave. You know, unless this Paymon or payment cult is is so pervasive that they remove the body. So let's assume it's Tony Collette moving the body. Nobody fucking saw her. Nobody saw her do that. Um, and how did how did the cult get the head? Um, Figure that would be collected as evidence somewhere. You know, and and. So I guess and and maybe Charlie's death wasn't investigated further either, you know. So again, the, these are these are small small nitpicks. I guess that's why it's a nit because nits are small apparently. And not apparently they are. So um but aside from that just the um the aesthetic of it overall just very very suspenseful and it lets your imagination run a little bit cuz you think things are going to happen and then it doesn't, you know. But then something does. So like um Tony Collette's character um you know is hiding behind Peter and you know you think she's going to jump out at him but then she like sails away somewhere you know and you know, and, and I thought, and there was a little bit of a twist where I thought Charlie might have been, like, the avenging spirit, you know, that she was going to help right things, you know, the wrong that her grandmother did. But then you found out that, you know, this was all planned by the grandmother and the cult, you know, just to get some riches and power. Oh, my God, you know, bringing the, the demon to uh, to Earth just to have control and power, man what are these people thinking? Who would, who would have thought that people would want something like that? So, and then how are they going to dispose of the grandmother's body and of Tony Collette's body? You know, they must be such uh, really good at, at, hiding, uh, these terrible, terrible crimes. So, and I, I, I did want the movie to continue a little more and this is where, so I'm doing a spoiler alert for Rosemary's baby. If you didn't see Rosemary's baby, um, uh, don't, you know, don't listen to it, but at the end of Rosemary's Baby, this was like a direct influence where they said, "Hail, payman, hail, payman at the end of Rosemary's baby they say, "Hail, Satan, hail Satan," so it's a similar um similar uh ending and storytelling, and you know as far as the pace goes, and as far as the aesthetic, it was very, very much like Rosemary's baby, and I read a brief review of um Ariosster's. Biography and Rosemary's Baby was one of his influences. I remember watching Rosemary's Baby in high school and I thought it was okay. Um I thought it was all right. I wasn't really blown away by. It. I guess the ending was a little scary, but like most of the movie was, you know, it seemed like a, you know, it had direction and it was definitely moving somewhere, but as far as like scary, it wasn't it wasn't that scary, like probably not until the end. So um but yeah overall just uh just really freaky and I'm glad I didn't watch this tonight and 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 I read that Ariostor did Midsummer and Watching the trailer of Midsomar, I uh, I wanted to see it. I just I didn't have a chance to see it, so I plan to watch it. You know when it comes on one of the streaming services, um, and that will probably freak me out as well because the trailer seemed kind of freaky. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, good stuff, and I look forward to more of Ari Oster's work. Very very talented, and just kudos to, to, to Tony Collette especially. Just the fucking faces that she made. Oh my god. And I don't think Tony Collette's been in a horror movie. I've been I've been a, a fan of Tony Collette's since watching her in Velvet Goldmine, and she was just great in that, and she's just great in in everything else that I've seen her in. So, um, and Gabriel Byrne, I've always, always liked. Um, He's just, I'm just... no matter what he's in I just feel comfortable that he's in it even if he's playing a bad guy he's like oh Gabriel Byrne cool he just I guess he has that, that comforting voice I don't know but um I felt terrible for his character you know I guess if I was him though I'd be like okay that's it police medical attention out I've had enough of this I mean just too much tragedy too much too much of this crap going on and then I wonder where the dog was and I guess at the end the dog was outside dead those stupid ghost killing dogs What the hell? You figure Payman could just... Could have been nice to the dog. But then again, the dog probably barked. Because apparently dogs bark at demons and shit. And ghosts. So... But um, it would be interesting to see where the sequel goes now that there's a demon on Earth doing a bunch of things. But I guess you can watch The Omen for that and see what could happen when, um, when demons start to go. So I read a little bit on Payment, and apparently he's, like, you know, I guess a king of hell, you know, but uh, lesser than Satan. I guess Satan was too high in the totem pole to bring back to Earth, so they have one of his, you know, one of his underlings. So, you know, probably, like, uh, not a low-level um, boss of hell, relatively high. Like I guess one of the top eight, so I guess if you're gonna have a demon, uh why would he wanna be on Earth anyway? I guess I don't know. I guess uh he was tired of hell. Cause hell probably sucks. So anyway, um really, really good. Really good, really creepy, really scary. Ah I was thinking of my friend Erin, who I saw um many years ago when The Conjuring first came out. I remember I said to her, I said I said, Well, do you do you wanna see you want to see a movie tonight? I was thinking seeing the conjuring and I had a feeling that she would um that she would say no, but I figured I'd ask her anyway because she doesn't, she doesn't like those kind of movies. And she said, no, I want to see it. I said, are you sure? She goes, yes. I go, well, I I, I, I know I asked, but I figured you'd be scared. And ah, well, I don't I mean, why I asked. Forget that I asked. She goes, no, no, fuck you. I'm going to go see it. So I said, okay. So we go see it. And, you know, the first 45 minutes of The Conjuring was very intense. The last was, you know, left a lot to be desired. But those first 45 minutes, she was screaming at me and cursing at me. Why did you take me here? Ah, Because she was freaked out. So, Hereditary is definitely scarier than The Conjuring, um, so I recommend that she does not watch it because she will kill me if she does and hopefully not use my body as a host for the demon payment. Right. So, anyway, that was a nice digression. So, all right. Uh, I think that's it. So. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at mmampodcast Podcast. If you want to find me on Facebook, you can find me at mmampodcast Podcast. If you want to email me, feel free to email me at M-M-A-M podcast at gmail.com. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Bye.